Welcome to Wise Student 8-Minute Cleanup, hosted by me, Penny Costaris, your academic and life skills coach and Wise Student founder. In this podcast, students share their unique and valuable insights about school and life. It's all about multitasking, so find something to clean up around you, maybe your binders, your desk, your room, or your car, and be inspired by the advice of these Wise Students while you clean up something in your life. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right, welcome everyone. It's so great to have you here. This is our high school power meeting. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna plan for the year ahead. And again, it's not all in one meeting, right? We're just really getting our legs under us to understand the fundamental strategies that you're gonna need to kick off this year in a positive way. So my name is Penny and I'm an academic coach and a life skills coach. I've been working with students for many, many years now. And um, I run these meetings on Sundays called Success Sundays, where we plan for the week ahead and talk about a topic relevant to student life. So today's meeting is based largely on that format, where we have a chance to bounce ideas off of each other and get to know each other better. So it would be helpful if you have a piece of paper and a pen, something to write with, because I know there are going to be some nuggets of wisdom that are gonna be passed around today that you are gonna wanna capture, okay? And I want you to capture them in a way that if you had to teach them to someone else, you could based on what your notes say, okay? So I want you to be clear in your notes just because the stuff that we're going to be covering might seem really basic, like, oh, I know that, but there might be other things that pop up that you say, okay, I really wanna make a note of that. So writing it down makes it real and helps it stick for longer. So let's take a look at um, what we're gonna cover. So I'm calling it our power meeting because I want you to step into this school year fully in your power, okay? When we look at the ways to kind of break down what we have to do in order to be successful, it starts with having all your stuff. That's the foundation. We'll set up your space, eliminate distractions, Manage your time, and we have a few management time management techniques from keeping a list to a nightly timeline and then using your monthly calendar. We'll talk about how to organize your email and also how to communicate both online and you know via your phone and in person. And then we'll talk overall about the challenges of distance learning and, and what we've talked about up until that point that where you can see, oh, you know, if I had done this, if I had taken one of these steps or, or done something differently in the spring, I would have been better off. So as we go through basically one through five, I want you to constantly have one, one foot in the past, recalling how the spring went for you, and one foot in the future, thinking how am I going to apply this when the school year starts, either next week or the week after, okay? And then we'll talk about maintaining and cultivating a success mindset, because at the end of the day, that's what I want for all of us. I want you all to feel not only that you're successful, but you have the tools to really step into any challenges and say, you know what, I've got this. This is no problem. I'm in charge here. Sound good, everybody? Okay, great. So let's talk about our stuff. So the first thing about stuff, your stuff, is I want you to think about what is your main plan for how your materials will be organized. With online school, there's a lot of computer interaction, right? There's computer, but we cannot forget the power of the pen. 
So my expectation is that you will continue to take notes even though your school will be online. Just because you're staring at a screen all day doesn't mean the pen and paper stop and do not exist. I want you to always take notes in class. That starts with putting the date at the top, right? If we were going to take notes, you would put the date at the top of your notebook or your filler paper. We'll talk about notebook and filler paper in a second, notebooks versus you know binders in a second. But if you were on you know, a piece of paper, let's say you're in a notebook, but I'm a filler paper person, I want you to date all of your notes. So today is 8, 7. So even on your power meeting notes, 8, 7, 20, high school power meeting with Penny, right? You would, you would label them however you need to label them, and you would take notes. So in class, what this looks like is while the teacher is talking, you can take notes. If he or she has a PowerPoint up, you can take notes. That way you are active and engaged in the learning because I don't know if you guys noticed this in the spring, but when you're just staring at the screen, it becomes very boring very quickly and it's easy to lose that sense of belonging and being in the class. Can anybody speak to this? Mary Rose, what do you think? Did you get, did you have a hard time just staring at the screen and do you think that taking notes might've helped kind of perk you up and keep you more engaged? Um, I, yeah, definitely. I think it's hard because when you're online, like on Zoom, you only see like the top, whatever fraction this is, like hmm? fifth of a person. So you could have your phone in your lap the whole time or like even propped up on your laptop screen and the teacher wouldn't know. So it's very, very easy to get distracted. Right. So when you're taking notes, it's like, I mean, I just like to fidget with things anyway. So if I'm taking notes, it keeps that part of me engaged as well. So I'm less likely to reach for my phone just to just aimlessly scroll, not even really paying attention to what I'm looking at on my phone, but also not paying attention to what's happening on my screen either. Nice. Thank you, Mary Rose. I think this is an important point, right? Because you guys, as, as a part of this, I want you to identify the difficulties that you might have had. So maybe you completely abandoned notes or you thought you didn't need them. And if those of you who are coming into high school this year, uh, maybe in middle school, you never thought you needed to take notes. In high school, you will, though, right? And those of you who are in high school and we had this kind of sense of zoning out and not being fully paying attention because maybe you didn't even have live classes last semester, right? But now you will. Taking notes will help to keep you engaged. Now, when I say take notes, are we going to use a notebook or a binder with filler paper? I'm a binder person. I'm going to share this with you right now. I'm a binder person. I like binders because I like to bind my notes. I like to keep them. Again, the date is always on the top. I like to keep them in chronological order. So new to the back, new to the back, new to the back. The front um, pocket, it should have a pocket will keep your loose papers, like what you need to turn in, and your back paper, your back will have extra, extra pages, like for your filler paper, and you're saying, Penny, but everything's online. But we're still taking notes, guys, right? When you're taking notes, you can fill them in your binder, and you have a record of the class. Do not abandon this. James, I like how you're nodding in approval. Tell me, are we recalling the spring? What's coming to mind? Uh, well, I'm just thinking about in my econ class over the summer. Yeah, I think taking notes for that was really beneficial for me because in the beginning I was just kind of zoning out and like falling asleep basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. I think um, keeping that and then over 
um, the school year, I think keeping my notes in my binder, like you were showing there, yeah. was super uh, beneficial for me, especially because then everything's in chronological order, you know, and then if we get handouts, I can just put them uh, within the binder. Excellent. Yeah. You might find too that maybe just having a traditional notebook works for you too, guys, if you're just kind of taking notes in class and everything does seem online, uh, like you won't have to print out many things, but just as long as you have a holder for your notes, whether that's a binder or a notebook, that's priority number one for me. Does that make sense everybody? Give me a thumbs up if your tote's picking up what I'm putting down here. Okay, super important, excellent. If you're gonna bind though, have a three-hole punch. Jot that down if you don't have one, have a three-hole punch. And then now we need to figure out how are you gonna keep time? Are you gonna use a physical planner? Or are you going to use Canvas or the Google Calendar or whatever your school supplies, Schoology, whatever that platform might be? Today is a day of decisions, right? You don't have to make the final decision today, but I want to you know, explain the options to you so that you make a good choice. I'm all for kids keeping track of what they need to do on their Google Calendars, which is totally fine but I'm also a huge fan of writing it down. Cause as you know, writing it down makes it real, like I said. So I'll show you the types of plant, well, I'll hold this up for a second. The planners that I like have um, two full monthly calendar views. Like this is the month of August and it's a two full pages. So notice that this is big, right? It's not a little teeny guy. Not the little five by seven. This is a big eight by 11. So it has two full days for the month and then a weekly calendar view with Monday through Sunday. And I like this view because you can use a strategy called the nightly timeline on it and it gives you nice big spaces to write what you have to do. Okay, so that is a physical planner versus your online planner. Again, I am not married to whatever choice you make but I wanna present the options to you and you can make the best decision that fits. If you do get a physical planner, these are the types of days that, that I'm talking about. It should have the long days because then you can make um, a nightly timeline in it. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but essentially it would be down here. And there's also an, a, enough room for you to create a checklist if you're a checklist person, which we'll also talk about later, okay? So, Planner is a, is a decision. How are you gonna manage your time matters, but it requires something physical, either the computer where you use your Google Calendar, whatever else, or the physical planner. And if you guys wanna hang around later and ask me you know, specific questions about the types of tools I like to use, you can hang around later in this class, okay? So that's the main stuff. Also, make sure that your laptop and your computer is always charged, right? So we'll need to locate our chargers if we lost them throughout the summer. You'll need to have headphones maybe, just like I'm talking basics of online power tools right now. And your phone is a tool, right? We know the phone is a distractor, but it's also a really important tool if you need to communicate with your friends on an assignment or anything else. Make sure your phone is always charged and you're ready to work that, cool? Space, do you have a workspace that you feel comfortable working in? Can you get the best work done there? Do you have a nice open table? where your computer is set up, where you have room to spread out and really feel good, natural light. Who has a space that they're super excited about? Go ahead and raise your hand and share with us what you're, go ahead, Sylvie. Brag about your space, girl. What's going on there? 
Um, well, actually, this summer, um, I didn't really renovate, but I, like, changed around my room and stuff. So, um, my desk used to be, well, it's kind of still is. I have the last week to get stuff off of it, but it used to always have, like, piles of stuff on it, and now I've come up with a system where I have, like, enough space, and instead of, like, putting stuff on top of it, I have drawers and stuff. So I'm excited just to have my computer there and a couple pieces of paper and pencils. Um, and I think it's gonna be more efficient this year. Excellent. So I love what Sylvie hit upon. Thank you, Sylvie, because last year we were just kind of thrown into this madness of working from home. But now I want you to take a half a second and think about your space specifically. What wasn't working for you in the spring that you'd like to change? Is there anything about your workspace that maybe wasn't working for you that you that you would come in more organized for this fall if you had this one thing fixed. Just think about it, okay? It could be drawers, like Sylvie said. Maybe it's a, a certain, you know, tool, like a school supply that maybe you didn't have enough paper last time, you need more paper. Think about your space as a whole. What about people in your space, too? Did you have a hard time controlling the people bugging you and distracting you? Think about people and how you can manage your space, maybe with siblings or other folks in the house. Does anything come to mind? Raise your hand if there's one change that you might make. Go ahead, Anissa. What would you change in the space department? I mean, my change is like pretty easy. I used to work on my bed, which was a really bad idea because I didn't feel productive on my bed. So I think that, I yeah, I cleaned off my desk, so I'm going to be working with my door closed and like on my desk, so. Perfect, thank you, Anissa, great points there. Door closed, at the desk, upright, breathing, feeling alive, sleep is for lying down in bed, work is for sitting up and feeling good, right? When we're working, we can like move our arms around if you need more oxygen flow, but the bed is just gonna invite you and that siren song of the bed will make you wanna take a nap midday and that never works. Okay. And I'm a person who does work in bed sometimes. I know that it doesn't really work. So thank you, Anissa. Super important. All right. We're going to set up our space. So you've got a big table, your workstation. Um, a part of the space too, and this is kind of interesting because it kind of goes with managing your time. But I want to think about your space connected to your morning routine. Everybody jot this down for a sec. Morning routine. How do you get to your space? Do you roll out of bed half asleep and roll into your space? <laughs> or is there a break between waking up, going downstairs or something, getting breakfast, moving around, shaking it out, taking a walk? Think about it. When you get up and go to school, you get up, you get dressed, you wash your face, you, you walk to school or get a ride. You, you have that in-between time. But now that your space might be literally two feet away from where you wake up, I want you to create a new routine. Let's think about that for a minute. What might be the new routine that you have to transition from bed to workspace? Let's brainstorm it, let's brainstorm it. What comes to mind? If you guys have an idea, go ahead and raise your hand. Madeline, what do you think? I mean, I'm thinking about like, what you could do from do you mean like what you could do from that from your like your bed to that space yeah like i don't want you rolling out of bed half dead and showing up to class because you haven't properly woken up right 
that's that's the point here what do you think and probably like getting fuel like eating or like making sure that you get a healthy breakfast um as you said like wash your face do something that actually wakes you up mm -hmm. and then be sure that you're um like i'm not gonna say like dressed to impress but like actually like alive yeah. when you show up to class yeah i have a student who started getting dressed during quarantine and it made a difference in her life she felt good again she felt like you know she could be productive and you might want to get dressed guys i'm just saying right penny doesn't tell anybody what to do <laughs> but would you feel great getting up and getting dressed for school raise your hand if that seems like an option that maybe you didn't you in the spring. Charlie, what do you think? You might get dressed this semester? Go ahead. Unmute, Charlie. What do you think? Raise my hand because I did before and it definitely helped. Good. Okay. That's great to hear. Thank you, Charlie. So Charlie is a man who gets dressed before school. Did you feel more engaged, more alert, more alive, Charlie? Um, yeah, definitely. Just like the act of getting out of bed, moving around, as you said, that just really helps to wake you up. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, help you feel more alive. Excellent. Good. I'm glad to hear it. These little things make the big difference, right? Everybody, they really do. So if you haven't figured out a morning routine right now, don't worry, but I do want you to jot in your notes, morning routine, whether that's getting dressed, whatever, because I find that some people have forgotten to even brush their teeth during this time at home. I mean, you would brush your teeth before going to school, right, everybody? So you can brush your teeth. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's funny, isn't it? We're literally like in our houses all the time and people are not brushing their teeth anymore, you guys, you know it's real. So you can brush your teeth, get ready for school. Excellent. So let's talk about quickly eliminating distractions. Think about the biggest distractor from last spring. Video games, talking with friends. Constant chat, Michael, what do you think? Unmute. So it's interesting you mentioned video games. One of the things that I think could actually help my, my thing is that uh, I'm definitely the kind of person that just gets lost on the internet. But mm -hmm. uh, I made a deal with my dad if I got good grades uh, for my summer school class, he'd get me a gaming PC, which he's going to do. And aside from that, one of the things that's going to help me with is um, <clears throat> I had a PDF of a book that took forever to render in, and it was really losing me time to work on. So that yeah. can help. It's also going to be a nice little setup. And I think sometimes if you concentrate your like free time in the things like games, it's mm -hmm. a little more like you can kind of stop at a certain point as opposed to if you're just on the internet, you just, I mean, it's endless. So there's not really a specific like end time to it. So if you want to like focus like your free time into something like gaming, just make sure that you like manage, okay, maybe I do it from this time to this time, or maybe like this amount of like rounds or whatever. Brilliant. I agree a thousand percent. I'm with you. No one's telling you not to game or not talk to your friends or not Snapchat or whatever else. Just save it for when it's time to do that, right? So we're fully working when it's time to work and fully having fun when it's time to have fun. So if you do, you know, let's say get distracted by the internet or by gaming or by texting your friends, let's find a way to pause it when it's time to pause. There is a way to silence your phone when you're in class. There is a way to, you know, shut off the games when you're in school. Think about the one step that you could take to eliminate that big distractor in your life. But also, now that we're gonna do time management, create time to go to it, go to that thing that you love, and then that way you can fully enjoy it when it's time to do it, okay?
So that's a perfect kind of setup into managing our time. Let's talk about managing our time. Morning, you guys have a task now to make a good morning routine for yourself. And I think the best thing in your morning routine as well is move your body. The movement of your body and your muscles makes that energy. Your muscles are like batteries. There's electricity flowing through us, right? When you move your muscles, you have that energy flow. Jump around a little bit before you're like, ah, like run in place or, or take some hops. Maybe you have a, like a little trampoline or something. Go out on it and jump on it before the school day starts to really wake you up. And then now we're ready for school. So how will we manage our time during the school day? You might have school starting at different times of day, right? Like you might have math at nine with a certain Zoom link. You might have social studies at 10 o'clock with a different Zoom link. I'm gonna create a PDF where you guys can write down the, um, the Zoom links, the Zoom numbers and the passwords. I'm gonna create that and I'm gonna send it out to you sometime this week. So you can always have that sticking on your wall. And also you could have a, an online version of that too. But I want you to think about how you manage your time during the day, here I'll stop to share for a second, um, can really be taken care of with your phone. There's a setting in your phone where you can set alarms for yourself that'll go off 10 minutes before class starts, for example. So you just go, does everybody have a phone? You go into the clock setting, and under the clock, let's say that math class does start at nine o'clock. You press the plus sign, and then I go to 9, PM, 9 a.m., sorry, but what I'm gonna do is call it 8.50, 8.50 a.m., because I want my alarm to go off about 10 minutes before a class starts so I can kind of hop to and, and be mentally focused on that class. So I'll say math at nine, and I just type it in, math at nine, and then you can repeat it, I hit repeat, every Monday, every, maybe you have an every other day schedule, right? Every Monday and Thursday might be when math meets for you. Or every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it is, click them off. Everybody see this? Thumbs up if you can see my phone. And then you go back and then you save it. And that math alarm is gonna ring for you, okay? So you don't have to be watching the clock all the time. You don't have to worry about what time it is. The alarm rings and you're like, oh, I got to get ready for math in a few minutes. Everybody see what I'm saying here? Have you ever used alarms to kind of make you pop too? Okay, if you haven't yet, I highly recommend it because it's a great way to keep track of your time without feeling like you stare at the, at the clock. Kezia you, had your, Kezia, you had your hand raised. I wanted to get back to what you wanted to say before I go on. What did you want to say earlier? Well, I was just going to say that another thing you can do to time manage is like write down when you have your Zooms or whatever just yeah. to make sure like um, you're prepared. Totally. Great idea. So the, the sheet I'm going to make for you guys that I was talking about will have the day, the time, the Zoom meeting number, the link, and the password, and you can all have it in one place. Okay, I'm going to create that for you and send it all to you. So Managing our time with alarms is one way. There's also a nightly timeline, which I don't have too much time today to teach you this strategy, but I will just show you quickly what it looks like, and then I will send a video to you that you can watch. But basically, it's a way to keep track of time on a line. So you would have what you have to do written all right here, like math, 
your assignments, math, social studies, science, and then you would write what you have to do, and then you would order them, first, second, third, fourth, what's most important, and you would keep a timeline where you say, okay, half an hour, I need to do math first, and then this and this. I'm going through it very quickly right now, but I have an actual video that you can watch. So this nightly timeline, make sure I get all of your emails, everybody, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you my email in the chat and make sure you email me immediately so I can send you this, this video link directly, okay? So you can keep a nightly timeline and that's a way, and even during the day, but it would be more for the afternoon, evening. It would be a way for you to really um, keep track of, of what you have to do and when in that order. I'll show you an example of one right now. So while we're talking here, if you guys haven't yet, you can follow me on Wise Student Official. This is the Instagram, Wise Student Official. And I'm always putting tips and tricks for students on there. So if you your phone near you right now, you can check it out. So this, this is one person's version of a timeline. And they, they know what they have to do, and they write everything down in order that they're going to do it. So you can do this. And this is a very intense version of a timeline. And you can see these on the Instagram. And there's also this type of look. This is something that I wrote, right? All the assignments. And then first, I'm going to do Spanish, then science, then have dinner, then have math, and then history. So that's for evening. Okay, so nightly timeline is a strategy for that, but you can also apply it to the day and the afternoons. So you can on Monday see what classes are in order and just follow along that way too. Because the point is not to have to recall all the time. When you write it down and just follow the schedule, it's much easier on you. You have more brain space to do what you need to do, okay? There's also a checklist you can keep. I know a lot of people in this meeting benefited greatly from a checklist this spring. Who loved the checklist this spring and who wants to talk about it? Mary Rose, hand up high, go ahead. Tell us about the checklist. This is actually Mary Rose's checklist right here, you guys. It is my that. checklist, yeah. Um, there's something so satisfying about just checking a box, you know? Timeline is good because I think it allows for a more visual aspect because you can see like this is how much time I'm spending on this thing based on this timeline but um sometimes if you just have like a lot to do like especially during the spring when we didn't really have zoom meetings we kind of just were thrown assignments and we had to deal with them I preferred to make a checklist because putting all of that on a timeline was kind of a lot of work so if you can see it in a checklist it's easy to just go like down the list, down the list, down the list. Um, and it's just something about checking those boxes. I agree really completely. It's true. And it's nice to see everything you have to do in one place. Okay, so that's a timeline and checklist. Again, I will send you the timeline video, you guys, so you can watch it. And then when we're looking at a monthly calendar, I don't think I have a monthly calendar up here, but I do, um, I can bring one up really fast. So when you're using a monthly calendar, it's really nice that you can, you can plan your long-term projects on that monthly calendar, right? So um, if you have any long-term projects due or, I don't know, anything virtually, it's nice to see, oh, I have eight days between this and the due date. So having that calendar available is very helpful. So here's what your monthly calendar might look like. 
it would be whatever month you're looking at. But when I can see my month, for example, let's kind of blow this up for a second. We're here on the 7th. And then your monthly calendar might look like this, right? Here's the 7th. And then it's like 3.30 high school power meeting with Penny. And then this is the 8th, the 9th, the 10th, the 11th. And this is school starts, right? But your calendar would already have the numbers in it. And then here, like you could have like order, from Amazon, whatever you wanted to order. So it's a way just to kind of organize more of your long-term things. And then, you know, 16th, 17th, it's anything you want. It could be like, all about me do, you know, how in the beginning is like, you have to write up an all about me for your teachers. You have to have that due on the 17th. So that's a monthly calendar outlook. Does anybody ever write things down on a monthly calendar like this? And again, I. When I say these types of calendars, they would be huge. So you can see them and really plan out your life. Does anybody use their monthly calendar like this ever? Elizabeth, wanna, wanna speak to that a little bit? How does the monthly calendar help you stay organized? Yeah, personally, I just started using it like about a month ago and it has already like changed my life so much. Um, I definitely recommend getting a planner, a calendar, just something so you can visually see like what you have to do that day or that week or anything it just really helps awesome thank you elizabeth i agree it's it's fantastic and we're going over these very fast everybody but i want to let you know that next friday i will have another meeting at the same time where we can discuss anything you want to discuss maybe you process everything I said over the week and you have a question about this or a question about that, we'll meet again next Friday to get into your nitty gritty questions, okay? So I'll send another email out to everybody about that. Let's talk about email and communication. I want to encourage you all to have an inbox zero whenever you can, meaning that when emails come in, you read them. And if you can't read them in the moment, keep them as unread and as soon as you read them, mark them as read. And then what else you can do is you can create folders for the year. So you can create a folder that says freshman, 2020 to 2021, sophomore year, right? Create a folder. And then once you've read an email, transfer it from your inbox into your folder. Thumbs up if you know what I'm talking about right now, if you know that this is a possibility for you. And again, that's something we could do next week. If you wanna see that live, I can create a fake email and I can show you how to manage manage your inbox. But when your email inbox looks really tight and it's not flooded with unread messages, because you know what happens, you have, an, you have an email that you look at all the time, but there's also maybe like a Canvas email or Schoology email, and there's two places that you have to keep track. I want you to dedicate to one place to read your emails and make sure that that place is as neat and tidy as possible. Everything that's read gets put in the folder that you don't need, Anything that might be active and that you need stays in the inbox. Everybody understand what I'm saying there? Because we don't want to ignore emails. I see a lot of good stuff get buried in emails, but you're now online, so email is a really huge communication tool for you. Did anybody have a really messy inbox and then discover the joy of having a neater inbox through creating folders or reading your messages? Anybody can speak to that? Anybody here that I helped with your inbox last semester? James, what happened? What was the transformation like, amigo? 
Uh, well, I had like the default setting for my email, which meant that like some emails were going to the promotions box, some emails were going to like social or whatever. And like, it would just randomly put some emails in different. So I had to check all these different inboxes. So firstly, help me with that and just made it unread and read. Yeah. Um, and we also made folders for each year, which helped a lot as well. Good. Yeah, it really matters. Having your stuff set up is the jumping point, right? So your email, if everything looks crazy in the email, your brain is going to feel crazy too. So we want to organize everything. Okay. So that's emails and make sure you write back in a timely manner, right? And, and another thing too, this goes with rapport and communication is that just because we're online doesn't mean we don't have the ability to create a connection and rapport with our teachers and our peers. So if a teacher sends you an email, I'm going to encourage you to write back and say, thank you so much. I'm getting on this right away or whatever you want to say that makes the connection with the teacher. For those of you who are just coming into high school and coming into your early years, I'm going to tell you something. This is a big nugget of wisdom I'm going to impart on you. I work with kids who are seniors who are going to try to go to college the next year, right? So they're working on their college applications. And I've had many seniors come to me, and I don't know them before, beforehand, so they don't know the penny ways. They're not wise students yet. They're new to me. And I ask them, who can you ask for a letter of recommendation? Who have you built a connection with? Which teachers, which coaches? And they don't have anyone. They're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really talk to my teachers. We are not doing this. We are talking to our teachers. I want you to try to make a relationship with every single teacher that is on your roster this year. Does everybody understand? You might need them someday for college, but that doesn't matter. In the immediate time, you're gonna need them to answer questions for you. You're gonna need them to explain. You're gonna need them to clarify. You're gonna need them to be your point person so you can get the best grade and have the best understanding and, and help your friends. They are your point person for the entire duration of the course. So giving an extra smile, saying hello, coming onto class early, and you know, oh, I had a question about this. I want you to really focus on that connection and rapport because all of you know that it's very hard to cultivate that online. You have to go that extra step. Does everybody understand? The goal is to make friends with your teachers or some establish some sort of relationship so that they can count on you to be a leader in class, that they can ask questions, you know, that you will be engaged and alive in their class. But also when you need something from them, you're not just coming out of nowhere and being like, hey, can you do this for me? You've already established that you care about them, that you give and not only take. Everybody got me? We're givers here. Wise students are givers. Good. So let's talk quickly about overcoming the challenges of distance learning. I'm sure as we've been talking, flashbacks of the spring have been flooding your brain, right? What worked, what didn't, what worked, what didn't. Think about the biggest thing that didn't work last spring and how you're going to turn it around. I want you to write it down right now. Your biggest challenge last spring and how you're going to turn it around for this fall and come back stronger than ever. Focusing on the fact that just you showing up to this meeting right now shows grit and determination that you've decided to have a fantastic year. And what a decision means, by the way, comes from the Latin roots, di cisere, like to cut off from. 
We are literally severing, cutting off from any alternative. There's no other choice. When you decide, you've cut off all other options. So we are cutting off all options to like not care. Oh, I didn't get that. I'm not going to ask about it. Oh, it doesn't really matter. It's just online. No excuses. We are deciding today to show up as our best selves, okay? So what will you decide to bring in as your strength, as your power, your superpower that might have been a challenge in the spring, but you can overcome it in the fall? Anybody want to share? Sylvie, you're coming in strong this fall. What are you going to be doing? Yeah, although we didn't have like an entire school year, it was just the spring, towards the end, like motivation, I just kind of got tired of doing the work and like, you know, going to school physically is more motivating because you have like social people that like get you through the day, your friends, and you also like, um, I don't know, just even choosing outfits in the morning also just helps you like, oh, this is going to be cute. I'll be all confident during the day. But just getting out of your bed and in PJs and stuff is not as exciting. Um, anyway, so I think that instead, I'm just going to write things down a lot, just focus on my morning routine, um, getting ready, making things as exciting as I can, and also just a positive mindset. And even just connecting with friends throughout the day and just checking in and saying, how are you doing? And do you need help with anything? I think that'll definitely help. Love it. Absolutely. Thank you, Sylvie. Did anything Sylvie say resonate with you guys? Did that make you think of anything? Go ahead and thank you, Sylvie. Anybody else want to add to what Sylvie said? It's within you, right? Kezia, what do you think? Kezia. Um, well, adding on to Sylvie, just making sure you have a positive mindset and like like if you wake up in the morning and you're like oh today's not gonna be a good day like then obviously it's not gonna be a good day if you want it to be a good day and you have a positive mindset then it will most likely go how you want it to also mm -hmm. staying organized like i remember in the spring i was really unorganized and like my desk was cluttered and everything mm -hmm. Just making sure I have a place for everything and all that. Keep it clean. A daily cleanup routine is really important. Maybe at the end of the day, at the close of the school day, put your papers where they belong. Bind away your papers if you're a binder person. You know, we are taking notes, everybody. I want to make sure we're taking notes in high school. Yes, everybody nod. We're taking notes in high school, okay? Bind away those notes or, or close up your notebook. Make sure you have the date on it always. Excellent. I agree a thousand percent. We're already talking about cultivating uh, and maintaining a success mindset. So this is excellent, everybody. Let me throw some words out at you. I already wrote, you fish what you wish, right? Kezia said it. Like, if you decide it's going to be a bad day, it's going to be a bad day. If you decide that it's going to be an amazing day, it will be an amazing day. We cannot blame anyone for our circumstance. It is not up to anybody else. It's not the teacher, it's not the online, it's not the Zoom ran out, it doesn't matter. We're tapping into our resourcefulness. All of the answers are inside of you. And if they're not, you find the person that has an answer. If that person doesn't have it, you ask the next one, right? There's never, I tried, I can't. We do not say I can't as wise students. Why student is my brand, everybody, right? And I believe that all students have this inner wisdom and I help them pull it out. We do not say I can't here, right? Can't means you don't want to. 
because you can do anything. And that's a fact, right? You can do anything you want. So when you say I can't, it's because you don't necessarily want to. So I want you to find a way to find that inner motivation and not get, you know, knocked down just by one little insignificant kind of challenge or inconvenience or personality, you know, disruption. Those things don't matter. You are in charge. You are driving this bus called your life. You are the bus driver, okay? You're 100% responsible and your circumstances don't define you. And I know a lot of students are coming into the school year thinking like, oh, this is gonna stink, it's gonna be online. We're not gonna be online forever. This is gonna go away. How do you decide who are you when things get really tough? How you show up now will determine how you're gonna show up when things are good too. Do you agree with that statement? Right, really show up as your best selves and you're going to see that the year feels great because you decided it was gonna be great. You cut off all other options and you're deciding that it's gonna be a great year. I'm gonna throw some buzzwords at you. If a buzzword feels good to you, I want you to write it down. Here's what it means to cultivate a success mindset. You're gonna be flexible, optimistic, realistic, a hard worker, you're gonna do your research, you're gonna put in effort and time, you're gonna be persistent, focused, productive. If a word feels good to you, write it down. Responsible, helpful, you're gonna show up for yourself and others. You're gonna take small steps that lead to big results. Small steps is the name of the game, right? You're gonna ask for help. You're gonna embrace mistakes because we learn from mistakes. You're gonna embrace challenges. You're gonna set goals and we'll goal set at next week's meeting, by the way. You're gonna set goals. I said some juicy words there. Who has a word they really like? Raise your hand if you've got a word you really like that really resonates with you. Mary Rose, what's your word? Um, I've got a couple. Mm -hmm. I've got be realistic, oh. put in effort, do research, and be focused. Fabulous, fabulous. What was it about those words that stood out? Um, they're all things that I know if I set my mind to, I would be really, really good at, and I know that from past experiences. So it's just oh. a reminder that I'm completely capable of doing all of those things very well. Absolutely right. Anybody else have a word or two that really stand out? Any words that I didn't say that you're thinking of that come to mind? Go ahead, Sylvie. Also, just like determination, because right now it's especially tough, and I think that um, like, all of those, it's just the synonym for a lot of them, but I think that determination and optimism and just being flexible, like they kind of all like interline to being this ideal like mindset. 100%. And mindset really is everything, you guys. First, we have to establish our why, and then the how comes. Why do you need to be great this year? Why does it matter? because it makes your life better. You know you feel better when you're putting in 100% effort. 
I can see, I know a lot of you, and I know that sleep until 11 and not really doing work is not your style, guys. It's not your style. I'm, I'm working with geniuses here, hardworking geniuses. The why matters. And then we come up with the how, right? Why do I need to do well this year? Because it inspires me. I'm a hard worker, you know. And then how? Well, I got to get my stuff together. I got to wake up early, have to eat my breakfast, maybe go for a walk around the block. The hows come into play. Okay, after your why. This is where the motivation comes from. Why does it feel good to feel good? Because it does, okay? We wanna stick with that. It feels good to feel good. Elizabeth, you had your hand up. What did you wanna add? A word that popped into my mind was being involved, like in the Zoom yeah. meeting, um, just like interacting with your classmates and teachers. 100%. Did anybody feel that they were kind of hidden or off the grid in the spring? That didn't feel too good, did it? Almost like we kind of disappeared. James, you're nodding. Did it feel like things sort of dissolved and it was a weird nothingness? Yeah, for sure. And especially in some classes that like I generally participate a lot in, yeah. I you know, wasn't really doing it as much because I didn't have the opportunity to, I think. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's definitely something that would help keep me focused is just trying to stay involved in the class. Great, yeah. And you know how James just said, I didn't really have the opportunity to. If you end up this year noticing, like I don't really have the opportunity to do X, find a way to create that opportunity for yourself. We don't have to wait for permission from anybody, you guys. If you're noticing something is not really working for you, ask the teacher if there's a way that you could make a breakout group or if you can like, you know, get some friends together to talk about it more in depth if it's not really working for you and the, just the class level, right? Create those opportunities for yourself. Elizabeth, you said some great words. How are you gonna make sure that you interact with classmates and teachers? What's one thing you're gonna do? Questions, um, if I don't understand something. Um, right. I feel like I'm already a social person enough to kind of speak up. So, cause I was on like a math Zoom, like, earlier this week and no one was really speaking up. Um, it was kind of the same people over and over again. So um, I just like really think being involved is a big part of online learning. Thousand percent. I totally agree. And P.S. Pro tip. Everybody write this one down. Look and scan for mistakes by your teachers when they're writing it down. I was teaching algebra this summer and I got so excited when a student caught one of my mistakes, like maybe a little calculation error or something. It shows that you're paying attention. So be on the hunt for mistakes because teachers, you know, some of them might be flubbing with the tech, right? I've got my magic pen and my Wacom tablet that I've been using for years. So it's easy for me to do, but some of them might be new with the tech, they might make mistakes or they might get flustered so they make an error. Catch them. Teachers love it. Well, Penny loves it, but I, I know teachers love it when you catch them in their errors because it just makes sure that everybody's on point. You're more active in the class and paying attention, and it kind of perks everybody else, too. Perks them up. Sound good? Be on the lookout for errors and mistakes. Michael, go ahead. So I'd kind of a little something to add, so I'll be really short with this. <clears throat> you got time. As far as, like, motivation and stuff like that, um, I've had all kinds of, like, stuff and circumstance I've had to deal with. I've been a failing student and an A student. Uh, I've had teacher switches, school switches, stuff like that. And this fall, uh, I just started to get traction. 
Um, I was starting to study before tests. I had like four classes I was good at as opposed to like one or two. Uh, and it was so good where uh, I could even just listen to a class and like ace a test. And that was kind of like undone by COVID. And uh, I would just like to say one of the things to motivate yourself is kind of like, um, I tried getting an AP class at my school and they rejected me, but long story short, I switched. So now I'm going to take college classes at middle college. And that kind of motivates me because now I can take like a harder class uh, that I'd want to take it that I'd want to take. And so I can kind of challenge myself. And another thing to kind of motivate yourself. Uh, I know we're not going to be in quarantine forever, but I'm kind of going under the assumption, uh, assume that, you know, we have another year of this and just get fully used to this online thing because going back to school will be a lot easier than say going to online. So just get used to the online stuff. Make sure that don't be longing for being in the classrooms because that might not happen as soon as you want it to happen. So just get used to this, make, make use of your resources. And if uh, your teacher's class like isn't working too well, you know, work with teacher. If that doesn't work, work with like Khan Academy or something like that, I started doing that this summer. And if that doesn't work, say if you have like a textbook like for math or something like that, if you look in like all like the, the intro pages and stuff like that, you can learn a lot just by like going through the problems, uh, learning all the rules and things like that, taking right. notes. And so I noticed that helped me a lot uh, this past year. Excellent, thank you, Michael. All the wonderful wisdom there. Hear what Michael was saying. He was, the doing of the thing was the thing for him, right? He got his traction by being in action and doing what he needed to do. He was doing so well in class that he could just listen, but he tapped into his resources too, right? He worked with his teacher. He looked online. He got resourceful if he needed more help. We're definitely going to be doing that. And what he's talking about too is don't long for your, your classroom experience. This is called radical acceptance, everyone. And radical acceptance is the big umbrella under which we're operating this fall. We all need to radically accept that school is online and there's no alternate universe. This is our reality. Remember I said you're realistic in those, in those power words? The reality is that school is online right now. So it's up to you to show up in the best way possible to make the most of that reality. When our reality changes, you'll make the most out of that as well. But this radical acceptance of online school, shake out the I wishes and what ifs and oh, I missed this. Yes, we all miss it, but what is happening now and how can you show up to be your best self? I'm so glad, Michael, that you, that you figured all those things out, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, it, it took me all of middle school uh, before I realized you, you can't just be longing for better stuff. You can't have to work with what you have. And hey, you know, when you get to college and you have essays, just indicate that, you know, but work with what you have because like it's, it is like awful when like you just want a better day to come and you're not really doing as much you can to make use of uh, what you do have. Well, that's the definition of suffering, isn't it? We suffer when we long for something that, that we don't have and, and we just torture ourselves about it. So when you can radically accept the reality, you guys, you're gonna make a great life for yourself. You're gonna create the awesome circumstances. Look, Michael has a smile on his face now. He's like, I know what it's like to suffer and I don't suffer anymore, which is fantastic. And I, have, I want you guys to know that I have a course about how to be an amazing student from like everything, taking notes, um, managing your time, everything that, you know, like Michael just said, and we cover everything in it. And if you like today's meeting, 
when you join our Friday meetings that we're gonna have throughout the school year, you get access to that course too. So you'll be able to see, like we work through the course and our Friday meetings, so you can build that foundation of how to be an amazing student. It's all in the package. So I wanted you guys to know that because if you're, you don't have to wait for, for like until high school to rectify the, you know, the challenges of middle school. I help cut out the middleman and show you what to do, just like this meeting, but, but different in video form. And it's very in-depth. So that is available to you as well if you're thinking, all right, I really want to up my game in high school. That's a way to do it by joining us on our Friday meetings and having that class. But I want to give you guys an opportunity now. I just sent in the chat my email, penny.costaris at gmail.com. If you liked today's meeting and you want to keep in touch, and also wise student official, right? Wise student official on Insta. Email me right now before we get off the call. And I will make sure that you directly get the invitation to next Friday's um, event so it doesn't have to funnel through your parents if you want to be a direct contact. Email me at penny.costaris at gmail, and, or you can send your email in the chat too um, if that's easier. Send it, send it directly to me or you can you know, show it privately to me or to everyone and I will get you down on my list so that you get the next communication. But thinking about everything we talked about today, thank you for hanging on for the extra half hour, you guys. You had so much to say, and so did I, and I'm glad you hung on. But thinking about what we talked about today, what's one thing that you can focus on? What's one thing you've taken away from today that you're going to apply, do you think? What's one main thing? And if you have a couple, tell us the couple. But what's one thing that, that now that we've talked about it, you are getting excited for school, and you're ready because of this one thing? What do you think? Go ahead and let me know. Anybody have something in mind? I'd love to hear. Elizabeth, what do you think? So just like what I'm excited for? Yeah, um, or a takeaway from today's meeting that, that blends into that. Anything? I guess just being more organized because I am such a messy person. Like my room's a disaster right now. Um, I think just like having a planner, um, setting up a schedule, having a neat area where I work will be really like motivating for me Excellent. and having a new morning routine. Love it. Can't wait to hear about it. It's perfect, Elizabeth. Anybody else want to add something you're excited about for the school year? Sylvie, go ahead. Well, um, when you said morning routine, I was like just all ears because um, I am a morning person, but sometimes I'm not as productive as I can be. And I get easily distracted. So um, I feel like if I have something just set in place um, and a couple things just written down for me to do, um, I'll feel that much happier, that much more awake, and just taking in all of the daylight hours um, before just like, you know, getting distracted and stuff, and it'll be um, more motivating and productive. Thousand percent. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Michael, how about you? Uh, kind of like with everything I said, now I'll be able to have all those tools uh, kind of at my disposal this fall for kind of just like one last year of high school per college. And I'm just going to like kind of use all those tools I can do as best I can for this final year. And uh, nothing I didn't say, I have uh, ADD and I only recently got Medicaid for it. And so that's another tool I have uh, kind of working with me to help my focus and stuff like that. Uh, I'll have this new setup on my desk. I recently like went through my room, kind of cleaned out everything. So 
just using all of these tools and stuff, uh, just kind of for like a one big effort. Love it. I know you're, you're ready for it. That's wonderful that it's all coming together for you. Fabulous. Thank you for sharing, Michael. Uh, anybody else want to share what they're excited about? What are you looking forward to? I mean, come on. Some of you are going to be in your senior year of high school. Some of you are going to be juniors. Some of you are going to high school and you've never been there before. Anything you're excited about? One more person. Anybody, anybody out there? Mary Rose, one thing you're excited about. You got something for us? Um, I am more interested than excited to see how I'm going to cope with junior year because I got a lot going on. Yeah, it's going to be busy. Absolutely. You're going to keep us posted. We're going to see you on Fridays because you're on Team Friday, right? When we have our Friday meetings regularly. So we'll be able to check in with that. Hopefully you have water polo too. That would be Fingers in crossed. December. All right. Yeah, junior year is a big one, isn't it? All right, everybody. Um, thank you everyone for sharing. I absolutely love seeing your faces. Thank you for showing up. You've already decided to have a wonderful year. Remember, there's no turning back. When we decide, we cut off from all other options, right? You're gonna have a great year. We're going to have a meeting again next Friday just because I want to keep the momentum going, right, in this, in this build up to the school year. So please, if you haven't already, in the chat, send me your email so I can email you directly, okay? And um, if you want to hang around and have any questions, you can hang out in the meeting. I'll be here for another five, 10 minutes. You can ask me some direct questions. And until next time, I want to thank you so much for being here. I'm super proud of you guys for taking this step. It really matters that you cared enough to be here, that you're planning ahead, that you're driven to succeed, that you're really considering your options. Now this week, kind of mull it over, see what you have to do, get a little to-do list going, and I want this year to be the best year yet for you, okay? I hope to see you next Friday as well, but until next time, have a beautiful weekend, happy Friday, and I'll see you soon, okay guys? Bye, see you Thank soon you. everybody. Thank you. Great to meet you. you. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you're feeling it, subscribe and tell your friends. Ready for more tips and tricks? Follow us on Instagram at wisestudentofficial and check out our programs at wisestudent.com. Can't wait to see you again at our next 8-Minute Cleanup. Bye for now.